Hello everyone. This is another episode with Kynesha Lestore. I am here to encourage you in the Lord and I do appreciate you tuning in. I hope this word blesses you and continues you forward in the the your, your walk with Christ and if you are on the fence about it, I hope this encourage you to get off that fence. And come on the hallelujah side <laughs> with the brothers and sisters in Christ because your eternity depends on it. And once again, I would like to start off with prayer. And so I'm going to do so. Lord, I thank you for another day that you allow me to see, Lord Jesus. I thank you for continuously being the head of my life, Lord, removing everything and anything that is not of you lord jesus thank you for renewing my mind my body and my soul filling me with the holy ghost firepower lord jesus and lord you speak through me lord you speak through me what the people that you have blessed and have to listen to hear lord jesus let them hear you not me lord jesus lord let them be saved lord jesus let them choose you let them be obedient to you lord jesus and lord let them do whatever it is that you put them here to do lord jesus for such a time as this lord i thank you for everything that you do for us seen and unseen lord continue to lord be the head of our lives cover us with your blood and give your angels charge over us in jesus name i pray amen hey now so I was reading over Ezekiel. I've been reading Ezekiel and I was reading on something and it and it spoke to me and it, it, it told me something that I needed to know. You know, as you read the word of God and you continually read the word of God, it gives you new revelation of it every time. It's like you can read the same scripture, but different times he give you a different meaning because God's word is alive. It is alive. And as we continue to submit ourselves to the Lord and, you know, being his obedience. And if we're honestly seeking him in truth, you know, and in spirit, he will talk to us. He will tell us in each seasons of our lives, what we need to hear and what we need to know so we can progress in the Lord. Because one thing about walking with Christ, you're not stagnant. It's a ever going process. It's an ever going renewal, cleansing. You know, we have to change and let go of the things that we learned in the world. A lot of hurts and pain and different things that we went through you know, caused us, caused and shaped and formed our personalities in a lot of way, or it caused us to look at things in a certain way. And a lot of our ways is not of God's way. So once we come to Christ, he has to change those things because he has to make us in his image in order for us to be with him in the kingdom of heaven. It's a certain criteria, you know, that's why we are called out of the world. That's why we are separated, set apart, sanctified, because we are not of the world. So and when 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 we are in the world, we learn the world ways. So that's why when we get saved, you know, they say, come as you are. And that is true. 
but we don't stay as we are. So that's why we have to continuously, you know, read our word, meditate on the word. We have to pray, you know, fast, submit ourselves to the Lord because there there are strongholds in us. It's ungodly soul ties. It are th- it is things in us that need demons need to be cast out. You know, so it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work to be done to be transformed to prepare us for our eternal lives. So this is part of why I'm doing what I'm doing because we all need encouragement because when we walk with the Lord, it's we may be alone. It's not lonely, but we may be alone because if you just coming out of the world and you coming into um the body of Christ, you're going to lose your so-called friends who you thought was your friends. Sometimes your family family members, your loved ones, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, it could even be your husband or your wife, you know, because once you leave the world, you are separated. God is separating you from things and people. So this is why this is something that I want to share with you today. And I read out of the Amplified Bible. So right now I am in Ezekiel. And if you are somewhere where you are able to, you know, get your Bibles out or pull it up on your phone, make sure you do. Anytime that somebody is speaking to you about the word of God and about scripture, make sure you go to your Bible and make sure that it lines up with the word of God. Don't ever take nobody words or teachings at face value always study to show yourself approved always get in there for yourself always have your own relationship with jesus christ because that's how many get led astray that's how many will be led astray be led straight into the pit of hell because they're not getting in the word for themselves they're not studying for themselves they're not praying for themselves they're not seeking the lord and fasting for themselves they're going off of what the pastor say what a friend or a loved one or their mother say you have to make sure what everybody's talking about when they're talking about the word of god that it lines up with the bible and you have to pray on it because one thing about it, God gives us individually wisdom and discernment. He'll give it to us all. Now, those it is different gifts in the Lord. It's different, um, you know, how can I say? It's different gifts, which means, you know, in different, um, I can't think of the word I want to use. It's slipping my mind, but I could go with gifts as far. And I'm not talking about, um, gifts of the spirit per se, but then it is, it is like teaching, you know, being a pastor, teaching, being um, an evangelist, prophesying, you know, miracles is different things that we can do or gifts that we will have in the body of Christ. So what I'm saying is, okay, your pastor or a pastor may have the gift of teaching may have a gift of teaching and leading the flock. However, that does not mean that you cannot get into the Bible for yourself and get an understanding 
for yourself. The pastor is more so there to reinforce or to teach us from what we done already went into the Bible and learned ourselves, enhancing what we learned. Or perhaps if it's something in the word that we did not understand, he could, you know, make it, explain it to us. But it, it's never we do things blindly. You know, it's, it's not like that at all. So as I say, I encourage you to follow along with me if you can with your bible and if you're not where you can pull up your bible when you get home look at it to see what i'm saying line it up and if you don't know if you confuse pray on it take it to god take it to him take it to jesus because after all i'm leading you to him not to me okay all right so right now I'm reading out of Ezekiel. Once again, I said I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible. And I'm reading Ezekiel chapter 12, 1 through 6. 1 through 6. And it reads. The word of the Lord also came to me saying, Son of man. You live among a rebellious house who have eyes to see, but do not see who have ears to hear, but do not hear for they are a rebellious people. Therefore, son of man, prepare your belongings for exile and move into exile during the day when they will see you even go into exile from your place to another place as they watch. Perhaps they will understand even though they are a rebellious people. Bring your provisions and supplies out during the day as they watch as provisions and supplies for going into exile. Then you shall go out at evening as they watch as those going into exile. Dig through the wall as they watch and go out through the hole. As they look on. Load the provisions and supplies on your shoulder and carry it out in the dark. You shall cover your face so that you cannot see the land. For I have set you as a sign to the house of Israel. Okay, so as I was reading this, you know, I, I, I may, I, I was reading it as in, as a part of my life where I am now in my life and where we all are in the body of Christ. Because right now in this world, people are, when you follow Jesus Christ, you're different. And you see, and there's a lot of people out there rebellious. Some people don't want Jesus. They doing what they do or they're just blind. You know, Satan got the veil over their eyes and they are so caught up in the world that, you know, the world do what they do. You know, they, they out listening to Carly B, Future, Megan Thee Stallion, doing what they do, walking around in they, you know, yoga pants, um, coochie cutter shorts, whatever it is that, whatever it is, whatever the latest fad that the world do, they do. But we, as a man or a woman of God, we are not of this world. We're not trying to keep up with what what they do. We're preparing for exile. We are preparing for the exit. We're preparing for the coming of the Lord, whether we see him 
in the rapture, whether he, you know, whether he come, we see him coming or if we prepare for our death. Either way, we prepare to go meet him. Okay, we prepare for the kingdom of heaven. And that's what we doing. You know, we are and to to the people of the world we look strange. And also in there too, it says also how he's telling him to he's telling Ezekiel to prepare. He's telling Ezekiel to prepare. And he's telling him to prepare in front of people like don't hide it. Us brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, sometimes you don't want to ruffle people feathers because when you bring up the name Jesus, everybody, everybody looks, everybody either, you know, agree or people looking at you like, what, you know, that's, it's almost like Jesus is that Jesus is somebody or something, you know, you don't want to bring up. It brings controversy, you know? And so sometimes some, some saints in Christ try to hide the fact that they are believers. They try to hide their faith and we are not to do that. It says simply here, you know, we are supposed to, it says, prepare yourself in front of them, in front of men. So I'm taking that to be like, you know, when we're out, we represent Jesus Christ. So we can't suppress him. We can't suppress the fact that we are Christians. We can't suppress our beliefs. We can't suppress the fact that we um, don't believe in sex. I mean, that we believe, you know, we don't believe in sex before marriage. We don't suppress the fact that we do not agree with, um, Almost, you know, men marrying men, women marrying um, women marrying women, or either lesbian or gay relationships. We do not suppress that. You know, we don't believe in transgenders transforming your body. You know, we 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 don't we don't suppress those things. We 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 speak it when it's time to speak it. And you know when it's time to speak it. You know when it's time to speak up. We don't suppress that we follow Jesus Christ. When it's time to evangelize, when God tells us because the Holy Spirit, if you saved, then you walking with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is within you. And the Holy Spirit will tell you to do things. And if he's telling you to tell somebody something, to speak the word of God, to prophesy. You might have a gift of um, prophesying. When he's telling you, I want you to speak to that, that man, that woman, that boy or girl and tell him about, about me. I want you to give your testimony. We can't suppress it because are oh, they going to look at me crazy or I'm around my friends or I'm at the grocery store. I just want to come in here and grab this and go. You cannot hide the fact that you are a believer. As a matter of fact, it also says in the Bible, if you deny me before men, I'm going to deny you before my father. So it's a must that you don't. Everything the spirit is telling you to get out there and do in the Lord, you must do. You must represent God. As we prepare for exile, as we prepare for the kingdom of heaven, we are to do what he's telling us to do because for one, 
we the hardest we supposed to be saving souls it's people out there that needs to hear the word of god that's longing to hear the word of god that needs that encouragement and you know if if for instance god is telling you to speak to somebody if god is telling you to share the gospel with somebody and you don't and you know they blood is on your hands because we don't know the future. We don't know how stuff go. We don't know how stuff roll, but God do. So let's say, for instance, God put in your heart for you to go and speak to your neighbor. To speak to your neighbor, tell him whatever he's telling you to tell him. He might be telling you to share the gospel. He might be telling you to go over there and tell him, you know, you need to repent. Whatever he's telling you to tell him. And you like, you know, I ain't either whatever, whatever Satan, because Satan put in your mind not to do it. So whatever trick he used to get you not to not go over there, say that could be you could have been the person that could have saved that person. Say, for instance, the neighbor or whoever God put you in the path to speak to, they go out and die that night, later on that night. And God put you in their path to say whatever it is that he put in you to say because you, you could have turned that person's life around or you could have led that person into salvation, but you didn't do it. So by you didn't do by you not doing it by you not being obedient you played a part. I ain't going to say you caused the person to go to hell. But you played a part in it. You had a hand in it because you was not obedient to what the Lord told you to do and you was the person that was assigned to save him. But you didn't. So your blood is on they blood is on your hands. Because, you know, just like God has a plan for everybody, Satan has a plan for everybody too. And, you know, God, by the grace of God, he has to intervene with it. And he uses people. Now, don't get me wrong. God can do whatever he want to do, whenever he want to do, however he want to do. He can use a plant. He can use a tree. He can use an ant. He can use nothing. He can use the wind, you know. But, however, majority of the times, God works through people. He worked through us. That's why the Holy Spirit within us. That's why we live. by He works through us. So, therefore, when he tells us to do things, when he lead us places, when he speaks to us, when he tells us to stop doing things whatever he's telling us to do is for a reason is for a purpose now don't get me wrong god don't need us because whatever you won't do god can raise up somebody and he will raise up somebody else to do it but do you want to be that person who was supposed to have led uh let's a neighborhood a community a host whole whole horde of people to jesus christ but you didn't do it so he had to sit you down somewhere or kill you or whatever he had to do because you ain't no use because if you ain't obedient to him if you ain't finna do what he's telling you to do you ain't no use to him you ain't no use to the kingdom of god and i ain't gonna say you would necessarily go to hell but you ain't listening to you ain't living up to your fullest potential and i don't know about you i want to live up to my fullest potential in the lord 
I want to live up to my fullest potential in the kingdom of God. I want to do everything that he sent me here to do. I want to do what everything he put in me to do. Because we are here for such a time as this. Just like in Esther. When, you know, she was um, a queen in the king's palace. And then she had to do what she had to do to save her um to save her fellow Jews. And she was saying, "I'm, you know, you're, you know, Malachi, he was like, what if you, you're here for such a time as this? We are here for such a time as this. We are here for a purpose. We're here for a reason and we can handle it. But Satan comes to sift us. He comes to kill, steal and destroy from us. He comes to sow seeds in us to keep us from God's will and God's purpose because he know he going to hell, so he trying to get as many people to go to hell with him. And he working through people too. You see what I'm saying? So, you know that saying, um, you know, like say, let God use you. Well, I'm going to say that. Let God use you. Don't let Satan use you because in, in this earth, it's only two spirits. God is God, the Holy Spirit, Satan, the, the, the demonic spirit. And everybody you see, even including you, is being moved, is being influenced by either one of those spirits. And you got to choose. So, part of choosing. So, if you choosing Jesus, you got to represent him. You got to prepare for him. And you got to prepare for him in the daylight. You can't be hiding that you love the Lord. You can't be hiding that you sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. You can't be hiding that you praise the Lord and praise is what I do and all the songs that you sing. And you can't be just, you, you, you gotta be doing what you doing for all to see and representing and speaking his word and going out and delivering and saving souls and doing whatever it is he asking you to do. I don't know what he asking you to do, but whatever he asking you to do, you need to do it. And if you have, and sometimes, you know, some people, you know, we might be shy because Satan put inroads in us when we in the world. So he might've made, you might have a, you might have a spirit of rejection and you don't like really talking to people or whatever it is. You don't really like talking. You don't like communicating. You ain't a people person or whatever it is. Then you need to pray on it. You need to ask God to prepare you, to give you bonus, do what he needs to do so you can present him. Ask him to let you be a vessel that he can use. Let the Lord know you want to be pleasing in his sight. Pray on it. You know, and this is not to make nobody feel bad or just come in and condemn it. You need to do this and you ain't doing it. If you ain't doing it, it's to let you know that, okay, these are the things that you should be doing. Period. And if you're not doing it, we have a good God. We have a merciful God. We have a God full of grace and we have a merciful God and if we he wants us to take it to it because he know what's in us he know what's holding us back he know why we ain't doing what what we should be doing he know everything but what he wants us to do he wants us to come to him humbly in prayer have a conversation with him and let him know I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I need to be. I need you to help me. Help me in this area. Strengthen me. Help me to be the man or the woman that you put me here to be. Give me wisdom so I can save souls. Let me speak to who you want me to speak to. 
Show me my gift. What is my gift? What is my calling? What I need to be doing in the kingdom? How can I be saved? How can I change my life? How can I leave behind my sinful nature that I am so used to? How can I do this, Lord? I need you to help me. That's all he wants you to do is call on him. Because we can't do it without him. Can't none of us do it without him. We can't. And that's how I had to do. And that's how I'm doing. Because even when you become saved, you know, it's like, have you ever seen somebody do like a, a, a ice sculpture? And they just like, it's like they're chiseling the sculpture. And after so long, it takes a long time, but then you see what the figure is. But it's like a chisel, and that's what he's doing to us. He's perfecting us. He's pruning us, pruning those things off of us that was not of him. Pruning and chiseling those things of, off of us that we learned from the world perfecting us into his image so it's not going to happen overnight it is a process you know some things he will take away from you instantly because i know when i first got saved he took the taste of cigarettes out my mouth i he took the taste i stopped he took the taste of cigarettes out my mouth i didn't have a desire for weed you know i it's just Certain things he may take from you. And I tell you, even I didn't have a desire for weed, even though I did double back and I, I, I did smoke some, you know, during the process. But he convicted me. And you know what? I'm going to tell you this. That last time I smoked weed, it was, I don't know what year, what year it was. I had smoked because I had stopped smoking for a long time. And then... I backslid and it was coming up to Halloween. I never forget it. And I was sitting outside and it was like, and you know, some people had the Halloween decorations of, you know, how they have the, the witches and, the, and I was looking, it looked like, but I'm going to tell you this, what he, he told me, spoke to me. He let me know you cannot do this. You know, too much to turn back if you start this if you pick this weed smoking back up if you go back i don't know he ain't tell me he just told me i'm saying he told me you came too far you know too much you know too much ain't no telling how he would have judged me how he would have what what would may have came if i would have started back went back to what i came from he let me down there and they let me know I can't go back. I can't go back because I know too much. He told me, you know too much. You know too much. You know too much. But I'm just saying that to say, and I shared that because, you know, you might have a moment where, you know, you backslide, you you went and did something that you, you knew you wasn't supposed to do. And Satan, he'll try to tell you, I will. You can't go back to God now. He don't want you. Or you done messed up. You go, That's not true. Every day that you open your eyeball, <laughs> every day that you open your eyes, you have another chance to repent and turn. So if you're listening to the podcast, if you hear me, if you hear me, this is your chance to turn your life to Jesus Christ and leave behind whatever it is that is hindering you from moving forward in him. 
and you take it to him. You take it directly to him. Don't nobody know what you say to him unless you tell him. But you and him, and you be honest with him because for one, he know anyway. But he just wants you to come to him and tell him. Tell him whatever it is that you having trouble with. Tell him whatever it is that's holding you back. Whatever it is, it don't even matter. It could be, it could be whatever. God wants you. He loves you. He died for you. He rose for you. He's prepared a kingdom for you. God sent his son for you. Don't, don't go to hell. <laughs> don't go to hell. You be boo-boo the fool to sit around here knowing what you know and go to hell. And plus, it's people out here depending on you. So they don't go to hell. You got people that looking up to you. That's why it's in this scripture telling, um, telling us, do your work for the Lord. In season, out of season, in front of people, behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, wherever you at. In your house, outside your house, in the workplace. <coughs> In the in the in the restaurant, in the mall, wherever you at, you represent the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when you close your eyes and leave this earth, you want the Lord Jesus Christ to represent you. And I'm just gonna leave that right there. And I hope this helped you. I hope <clears throat> that this encouraged you to represent God, represent with excellence represent him to the fullest don't embarrass him either you know represent him he's the god the father he's holy he's the king of kings he's our father we are children of god we are blessed we have promises of abraham we are blessed and highly favored we are above and not beneath so he give us the tools that we need to represent him correctly Ain't no half-stepping in Jesus Christ. He don't, he, he don't want, he, ain't, he don't want nothing half done. Can't get right, dirty, half clean, dingy. A, he's a royal, royal priesthood. So we represent, so we, 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 and you know how you do. You know how it is when you was in the world, when you stepped out, you represented. When you went to the club. When you went to wherever you went, you made sure you was right from head to toe. Back in the day, that used to be like G'd up. You was fly. You was in there. You was right. That's how you supposed to be for the Lord, but even better. You supposed to be shining. We the true light. We shine. So you shine with the light of Jesus Christ within you. And he will continue to grow him. He will continue. I mean, he will continue to grow you. As you grow in him and he will continue to lead you and guide you through whatever, through all your trials and tribulations to the promised land, because the goal is eternal life. And I thank everybody that listened to the podcast. Like I said, I hope it's something that blessed you and you can incorporate it in your walk with Christ. Pass it along. Be a blessing to others and God loves you and I love you too with the love of God